This episode of Contracting Conversations is brought to you by BSCAI's Contractor Connections Content Hub. Browse recent articles providing insights on industry trends, profiles on influential speakers and industry leaders, tips to help your business succeed, and more. Visit bscaiorg contractorconnections. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, a podcast series from the Building Service Contractors Association International. Through a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives, this podcast aims to provide insights, trends, and tactics to support the growth and development of business owners serving the contract cleaning and facility maintenance industry. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, the official podcast of BSCAI. I'm your host, Lauren Leocoris. On this episode, I sit down with Jamie Henry, CEO of Beeline, to talk about her receipt of the prestigious Ernst & Young Award and how she built Beeline into the cutting-edge cleaning services company it is today. Support for Contracting Conversations comes from our premier partners, 3M, Diversity, Karcher, and Team Software. Learn more about our partners and their category-leading solutions for contractors at bscaiorg partners. To get us started, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Jamie Henry, CEO of Beeline, a commercial cleaning company specializing in servicing America's largest healthcare networks, and we're based in Chicago and servicing Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin right now. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being part of this episode. We appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. So how did you find yourself in the building services industry? That's a great question. I did get my undergraduate degree in Spanish and then went on and received an MBA. My dad had a small janitorial firm and appliance repair store. And so when I finished school, he was looking to get out. So the start of what is Beeline today was four buildings and 10 employees that I bought from my dad at a premium back in 1997. And so we've just grown since then. Can you talk a little bit about Beeline and address the company's history and core mission? Sure. So we are about 500 employees strong in the markets that I mentioned, Chicago, Wisconsin, and Indiana, and looking to gain a larger footprint in the Midwest and see where it goes from there with a real strong push into the healthcare segment and market. That's really where our expertise lies, but we take that expertise and bring it over to schools and industrial and corporate and everything else that we touch. I think one of the great foundations of our company is we really live and die by this mission of promoting from within. So when you look at my core team, we've got a lot of years of experience. My director of HR has been with me for 16 years. My head operations manager is almost 15 years. All the regional managers underneath him are 15 years apiece. So we're constantly focusing on finding those superstars in the field and then promoting them. Those that want to be promoted that are doing a great job, we truly do identify them and then move them up through the ranks. And I think that's what makes the company so strong and sets us apart from others by living by that mission of providing not just jobs, but careers for folks. I was going to say, that's a great way to build culture and trust among your employees and make sure they stay passionate about what they're doing. That's great. 
So Jamie, what were the events that led up to you assuming the role of CEO of Beeline? Events. Well, I, I finished grad school. And like I said, there was that opportunity to purchase a company from my dad. And he encouraged me to actually set up a separate corporation with a new EIN number and be 100% woman owned. I guess he had that vision a long time ago of supplier diversity, which has become so important now over the years, us being 100% woman owned and having that WB status. It wasn't a big deal or a big portion of winning any contracts, but as of recently, it's become such a big piece on any corporate contracts. There's entire departments focused on supplier diversity. So now that we, we've had that all along, we, we promote it and are constantly getting more certifications around that. In fact, two days ago, much to our surprise, we were awarded MBE WBE Supplier of the Year from University of Chicago Medicine. Like I didn't even know it was an award or we were up for it, but what a great recognition and honor to receive from a just a huge player here in the Chicago market. Well, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Very, very, very exciting. So how did you approach building Beeline into the successful building services company that it is today? It's really just a lot of grassroots effort of knocking, you know, in the beginning days there just, there weren't a lot of us. So it was just learning by experience. Nothing was handed over had no idea what I was doing and just learning by doing it, (laughs) winning accounts, hiring people, understanding what goes into hiring and firing and telephone systems. And I mean, really starting with nothing. And so it was just learned by experience. And we, I mean, for many years, it, it was a very, very small company with 10, 15, 20 employees. It wasn't until maybe 2011, we probably were close to hundred employees and then hovered around there for a while. And then in 2015 to 2017, we started getting some more traction. So it was a very, very slow going that would ebb and flow. But once I really wrapped my head around it and wanted to grow and we brought on strong marketing, strong sales team, and I understood what it took and had a little more bandwidth to do the things that I do now it just took this great trajectory and by surrounding myself with a great team that believed in me, I, that was all a part of it. Absolutely. And in your opinion, what's the foundation for a thriving company in this industry? Culture, number one, I think it does start from the top. I think when you walk into certain establishments, whether it's a hotel or retail store, you can get a sense for what the culture is by the employees that you're dealing with in any company, whether that's a restaurant or a representative on the phone, right? I think you can get the sense of that. So a culture, number one, and how we work together and grow together. And I think if the leadership team is happy and cares about their people, that will flow through the ranks. So we certainly try and do that here and have fun and everything that goes along with that. That's great. And what do you enjoy most about your role as CEO? I guess I thrive on chaos because every day is different. I was out to dinner with a client the other night and he asked my business development rep, like, what's a day like for you? And then he asked me, and I was like, oh my goodness, you actually want me to start. And I kind of ran through my day just of that day. And it's, I touch so many different things every day. I mean, it's all completely different every day. And so it's interesting. I get to work with a lot of great people, not just my team, but customer focused, vendor focused all of that and manage, you know, have to make a lot of decisions every day. Some of them are really scary. 
I'd be lying if I said I didn't have imposter syndrome. Sometimes I think I'm completely not capable of this. And like, how did I find myself here? But continue to make decisions and hope that they're the right one. But I do. I There's nothing I love more than what I do for a living, actually. I absolutely love it. So just a, the right dash of fake it till you make it sometimes, right? Yeah, sometimes. Smart teams and people to help me along the way, lawyers and bankers and accountants and those types of things. Right. Yeah. yeah. You need a support system. And yeah, that's great. So additional congratulations are in order, obviously, for your personal award. So can you speak to the criteria a little bit for the award you received, which was the Ernst & Young Award? I'm sure that one, they were really trying to capture companies that were harnessing innovation and tremendous growth, both of which things we're striving to do every day. And we've done some really cool things over here in terms of cleaning and disinfection and as it relates to infectious control well before COVID was even a thing. In fact, we partnered with APIC, which is the Healthcare Association in 2019. And we did a presentation at their annual conference in, I believe it was Pennsylvania. And our presentation was on how we are the front line of defense against pathogens. And that was before COVID came out. So we had already been training and educating our management and our teams on what infectious control is and was, and have been the leaders in that for quite some time. So that innovation, we also have a training center here at my corporate office in Pilsen that has a full mock exam room and bathroom, and we're building out an operating room right now. So we can train our folks here on site with a real simulated exam room. So that's been a, a great innovation for us. So part of that criteria was innovation and then growth too. And we've experienced quite a bit of growth, not just through COVID, but as a company as a whole. And we have plans to keep doing that on a really large scale. How does it feel to have won such a prestigious honor? And have you thought about how you'll sort of use this win as a momentum for the years ahead in your role as CEO? Um, well, certainly a great company. I look at some of the other companies that were nominated as finalists along with me. They're um, much, much larger in size and scope. So um, somewhat intimidating, but also a, a great honor to be recognized for you know everything my teams have done over here. And um, yeah, I definitely looked at past award winners and was like, oh my goodness, I, you know, it's so great that we're even lumped into a, a category of being considered as a finalist for that. And they do a, an incredible job. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun and a great honor. Very cool. And Jamie, my last question I have for you is, what are you most looking forward to as we sort of emerge from a challenging, to put it lightly, couple of years? You know, the best part of the past year and a half or so for probably all of us in, in this industry is just the recognition for what we've been doing all along. It's an industry we've been dismissed somewhat as, you know, this is the first budget we're going to cut. We're going to blame you guys for stealing the candy or whatever, you know, silliness kind of falls back to our industry. I think that's completely been shifted and turned on its head. And now we're the essential workers and what we do is so important. It's highlighted everywhere. I mean, it gives me such joy when I fly now, I fly United and it's not just United, it's United Clean Plus, right? So the word clean and how they're sanitizing is at the forefront of, it's in your face all the time. And that's what we do. And that's what we've always been doing. So it brings me like tremendous pride that now everyone that's doing that for us on the front lines is recognized for it. And I think appreciated so much more. And it's nice to have everybody back and we're kind of humming along over here. So it's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, 
keep up the admirable work. It's, you know, I'm so glad I I got to listen to your story and I'm so eager to share it with the rest of our BSC membership. And yeah, thank you again for being part of this episode. You're welcome. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Contracting Conversations from BSCAI. If you liked what you heard and want to find out more or listen to previous episodes, head over to bscaiorg slash podcast. There, you can also subscribe to our newsletter so you never miss industry news, updates, and great tips. Subscribe to Contracting Conversations on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And learn more about our community on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.